Toronto, online, on the air, and on thecomicden.com, you're listening to Episode 3 of the Anime Roundtable. Good evening, everyone. Mike Nicholas with you, and thanks again for dropping some bandwidth on us. Tonight on the show, we'll talk about an article on the Dark Horse website between editor Carl Horn and manga creator Kazuo Koike. There are some interesting points in the article worth mentioning, and we'll expand on a few of those. Also tonight, with the increasing popularity of original English-language manga, the term manga itself has become a catch-all and is maybe losing focus. What's in a term? All that, and of course, final insults, tonight, on the Three Strikes Year Out episode of the Anime Roundtable, on thecomicden.com. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers, technical hosts, or any other official associations of this program. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. And the podcast now commences for Thursday night, March the 30th, 2006. Good evening once again, Mike Nicholas with you from our studio in Toronto, in front of a live audience, and to be available on a tape delay download via thecomicden.com. So if you're downloading this, listening on your computer or other forms of personal multimedia player, hello. This was taped earlier. Anime Roundtable is once again gathered for your listening pleasure, so going around the table, to my left, fanfic critic and writer Neil Sinclair, to my right... North American industry observer and consumer, James Austin, and straight ahead of me, student teacher Courtney St. John. So let's get started. Interesting article on the Dark Horse website a few weeks ago. In it, Carl Horn does an interview with Lone Wolf and Cub creator Kazuo Koike. Koike, it must be noted, is also a teacher, and amongst his more famous students are Rumiko Takahashi and Tetsuo Hara, the creator of Fist of the North Star. Um, the interview itself talks about manga's increasing popularity in North America and asks Koike f- on some of his views concerning it. And there in itself lies our discussion for the first segment, this first segment. Three things sort of stuck out to me in this article. Carl Horn taking issue with people defending manga using the quote-unquote its art argument. Manga's rise in Japan, and in particular manga as an ex- exported commodity out of Japan and Corky's emphasis on compelling characters. I get the overall feeling that all three of these topics could easily take up entire shows on their own, but we'll try our best to address each of these topics in the 15 or so minutes we'll have in this segment. So, open it up. What got your attention? Um, I agree it's not art. It's a medium. How's that? Yeah, that was a start. <laughs> um, uh, or a medium or a genre. Yes. Yeah, a genre. genre. I mean, yeah, that but genre, genre is more because because genre you can is more of a subcategorization. Um, you can't say film is a genre, can you? Well, you you could say it, that manga is it, a genre of it, comics. It, no, you, but you can say you can say like action or I don't know is a genre of film or. Something. Well, you could say that's a subgenre of sub-genre. the medium of the movie. See, yeah, that's why I think manga is a medium. Um, but I also think that within or the, the message. Yeah, thank you, Marshall. <laughs> um, I also think that besides being a medium, there is art within manga. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's art within everything, and obviously that's a whole perception and/or opinion thing. I like to go back to the Rembrandt. Yeah, you mentioned this to me last night. Last night. Um, basically, when uh, Rembrandt was painting, he was painting for fat, rich Dutch people. And I don't have any problem with fat, rich Dutch people out there. Um, just, just to sort of clear the board. But um, that's what he was doing. He was Canadian art wholesalers in Holland. He was, you know, painting them something nice for the living room that wasn't offensive, wasn't, you know, brilliant. It was just there. It's still art, but it's also a commercial product, like manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it just sort of, it's more like art that happens to be art or artistic. Yeah, well, I mean, you place um, you place uh, an emphasis on Rembrandt. Like we think of Rembrandt uh, these days, in, in the same stratosphere as, like, say, any Renaissance like, artist, like Shakespeare, who was a hack writer who uh, was writing to keep himself fed. But when, when you, but you're breaking it down to the whole idea that Rembrandt, what Rembrandt made, was just commissioned works, products. He made a lot of commission works. Um, there are a lot of uh, manga artists who do their own particular products because they want to express a particular idea as well. Mm-hmm. You want me to? You want me to cite exactly what uh, Horn said in that article concerning um, concerning the art argument, though, because he he t- tries to take it, take it down on three counts. I didn't like his talking about intellectual property in that article either, because I'm. Uh, because he says that the the flourishing of um, the essentially the owning of inter- intellectual ideas um, causes more creativity. However, I counter argue that the copyrights that are being held by Disney yeah, and things like that are chokeholds on artists' creativity. Because if you have something like a Disney production now. Disney's lawyers will swoop down on you like um, the production model Eva's and uh, rip your throat out. Well, there's lots of difficulty when you're considering, like, what are the rights of the artist, what are the rights of the production companies, and what are the rights of the consumer to the good and to, to, to the ownership of the good. And so when, when you're, you're, you have to limit someone on every side. You do, but look at okay. Look at Japan and look at the fan anime, fan anime um, perspective, or you know the parodying, etc. I'm sure yeah, a lot of that is porn, but a lot of that is you know building on the original material. Um, you don't get that kind of copying of copyrighted material in North America, and I think not not without. Not yeah, with not without a slap on not the wrist. Yeah. There's no slap on the slap wrist. On, you get aren't... cease and desist. You go to jail. Well, more like I was going to yeah. say slap on the head. Or thrown out of your Whereas, off, whereas a lot of these, um, a lot of um, doujin artists actually work their way up. And, and are even when they start off doing charity works, then they uh, work their way up and become, you know, quote unquote, legitimate. Um, that wouldn't happen in the U.S. because they're in jail. No, well, that's where most U.S. citizens are. That's true. And we never would have had Clamp and uh, Peach Bit. We certainly wouldn't have had Gunsmith Cats. True enough. Um, that's why I really like the fact that Sonata is still doing um, porn. He, uh, he recently did uh, an Emma Dojinshi. <laughs> you have to refresh my memory on that one. Emma? I, I, it's, I about, it's about Victorian maids. You can go from there. Not Victorian <laughs> maids. A Victorian maid. A Victorian maid, maid yes. Just to be clear. <laughs> well, I'm sure but the thing is that you have an example of quote-unquote a legit artist who started off doing doujinshi, mm-hmm. still continuing um, to sort of practice his one true love, porn. You, you, take it, you do take issue with this whole, like, this whole commodity thing. Like with, uh, um, 
everything's a freaking commodity. Um, I have no problem with identifying something as a commodity. I mean, trading cards are a commodity, but, but they're also, you know, an item of enjoyment. Um, what isn't a commodity? No. Thought is a com- thought is Ah, a- intellectual property. Yes, ah. it is a commodity. So we commodify... <laughs> no, but we, com- well, we do everything, don't we? Any other thoughts? But if someone owns your thoughts in perpetuity, like Disney would, um, <laughs> then then I then like Foxwood, the Simpsons voices, yeah, then right? I, then I become, you know, then I become a little bit pissed off with it. Um, I have nothing wrong. I have no problem with intellectual property and rights going to their owners. Um, and if Disney's listening out there, I heard about you shredding that entire warehouse full of uh, legal proof that. You didn't actually have the rights to Winnie the Pooh. I know I'm on to you. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's, that's how I feel. You cannot... Um, look at the freaking Lion King. Um, <laughs> sucking up to someone after the fact. You think, and then, Tezu- you think Tezuka rolled over in his grave over that one? Well, Tezuka's yeah. wife, after she got, you know, a huge settlement from Disney, not, none of which was actually legal, because they didn't, you know, it was like a... Um, was, was fine with it. But... Um, Disney should have had its asses sued off, and they should have freaking lost. I wonder how much. Oh, and you think maybe Disney would be better off in the long run? I think. I think. Yeah, that kind of kick in the ass would cause at least, hopefully, A some creativity of some sort. Well, yeah. maybe by accident because they've really been sucking lately. Yeah. No, They're I know. Worse and worse. Yeah, they've been well, going that's down. Like the entire film industry of let's make remake everything by Charles Dickens and the Bronte sisters. Twice. Or twice. Yeah. Or, some, or or some sort of uh, Greek mythology. Yeah. Question, uh. question. Um, whole idea of intellectual property, to- uh, intellectual property as a commodity topping hard commodities. Um, Koike cites the whole idea of the uh, intellectual property industry of Japan. Uh, its gross national, its GDP exceeding that of other hard industries. Uh, intellectual property, including manga, but exceeding that of other hard industries like cars or electronics combined in... in Incoming and um, I get I think present time really. I want to argue about that because of the whole Japanese auto industry's ownership of GM, but go ahead. <laughs> but 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 no, I'd have to agree that intellectual property is is it the big thing right now is, in Japan coming out of Japan? It's a big thing everywhere, isn't it? I mean, it's in the news all the time. It's in the news all the yeah. time. Um, well, just, data just if you just consider um, people with MP3s now. You know, intellectual mm-hmm. property is always in the news just because people have so much access to intellectual property that they did not access as easily before. We are the most mm-hmm. media accessible generation ever. Without I mean, out a doubt. We have, you know, so much data flowing into our heads and out of it and just simply bouncing off. Not, um, and not but, necessarily yeah, into our heads, but not necessarily staying in it. Well, exactly. Or even, you know, even, uh, even going into the heads. Just a bang, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact it doesn't stay in is a sad thing. But me. there's no way we could ever incorporate as much data as is out there that we can access into our brains. We just, you know. Well, it used to be that you could read every book that was ever written. And yeah. this would be like the pursuit of a very intellectual person. If you tried to read, you know, one millionth yeah. of what's out there, you just break your brain. Well, that was, that's like, 20, let's say 20 years ago, you could watch every um, anime ever available in North America because there were five, you know? Um, you can barely watch what's available now. Fan subs. Yeah, there's, you know, with fan subs, with everything else, there's no way. You can't keep up. Um, yeah, I'm not so saying, you have to have a more discerning public. Yeah, you, everything's yeah. more discerning. I think but but see, I don't, I don't think that we're necessarily, you know, 
our discretion is not on the side of valor. It's on the side of, you know, panty shots. And, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. But then, of course, that, that doesn't appear on television because, of course, as, as we know in North America, you know, that sex doesn't exist and violence is good. But I'm, that's another rant for another time. Save it oh, up. Well. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're, we're, just, we're just saving up for the big one, right? Uh, Whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so manga is an export commodity. Court case, emphasis on compelling characters. Oh, yeah. That I agree yeah, with. Yeah, I agree with That's that. probably the only thing you agreed with with this um, whole thing. No, I, I agreed. He, he, th- he always thought, like, Koike's um, uh, whole idea is have a good protagonist, have a good anti- and maybe a, in have a good antagonist. You need and he a said better antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. And throughout history, name some <laughs> name memorable characters. And the first he cites are Jesus and the devil, or God and the devil. Paradise Lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Good and evil. <laughs> but the thing is, you don't see those characters in Western comics as much. You see a lot of gimmicks. You don't necessarily see the character. Oh, uh, I think I think more. I like. That. And one of the things cited, cited in the article, Batman. Um, mm-hmm. Batman has a strong personality, but it's a driven psychopathic personality. If you, and I it's mean, also very simplified. Yeah. Like if you pick up any Batman comic. You know, if you've got the archetype, you can follow the story. Make if, them pay. If you pick up Peach Girl in the middle of the series... You're gone. <laughs> you will have no idea what is going on. Who's good, who's evil, or what's... You know, I you think this to, is where, like, this, these are his, this is how he feels about his characters, because uh, about good manga characters and characters to him. Their flaw is not a, a physical weakness. It's not kryptonite. It's the fact that they're... Human. Well, that's what Marvel Comics did in... Oh, that's why Marvel Comics became so popular in the early 70s. They had characters who had superpowers, but they also, you know, had to worry about who to ask to prom and how to fight off this cold while you're fighting crime. That's why um, Spider-Man is such a, an approachable character, because he's a human character. Tenderness over righteousness. Well, he's that's, a, that, that's a key phrase. See, now this, Spider-Man this is a pretty well-developed character, but at the same time, you can pick up any Spider-Man book and... Mm, yeah, but then you have a Japanese version where he's like whacking off thinking about Mary Jane too so I mean even culturally there's this kind of disconnect yes yeah no uh, well you know what this it's great I want to get a, I want to get a copy of this because yeah, I've, now I've, you I've heard it. about it but I've never seen it it's oh. like Peter P.D. Parker fantasizing about Mary Jane but you and you know he's going to do it because what the hell is he life of? story over the superhero that's, um, that's I remember he do it upside down exactly exactly <laughs> well at one point he had um Three girls next door named Randy, Candy, and Bambi. I, ho- I hope you guys. What? <laughs> Only in New York, right? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to think. Uh... I think they were actresses, too. <laughs> I thought you were going to say transvestite, oh, but anyway. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> see, that's I'm, something, I'm, I'm really that's something of... that's never really shown up in Marvel comics. They've dealt with, Even you know, they could have done it. They've dealt, they've dealt with drugs. They've dealt with AIDS. They've gun dealt crime. with, you know, gun crime. <laughs> it, you know, but you don't have like, oh, that's, you know, blah, blah, blah next door. He's a transvestite. It just doesn't really happen. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you th- and you'd think like they're, they're just, they can be just as cutting edge with their stuff. I mean, conceivably. I mean, I mean, comics over the years have been have been uh, under question for its uh for it for any racy material i'll show you racy instead there's, like, there's I mean, been there's just been this um 
whole thing for, since the whole comics code debacle turned into crap and people realized it was crap and it, it went from comics are for kids to comics are dark and full of extreme violence and now they, uh, they honestly need to find a middle ground well uh, also if, if you consider who comics uh, I mean, are aimed at okay they're not going to show and we're talking we're talking western comics yeah western comics you're not going to find things that are aimed at women you're not going to necessarily find things that are aimed at anyone who's not a straight male who wants to imagine that he's a great big muscular guy who gets in the big tights. breasted women yes <laughs> in tights. yes muscular in tights well so you can see the muscles you see it's so you can you can see them yeah bulging muscles <laughs> I, I <can>. <laughs> <laughs> What's in your dreams? <laughs> well, you can see them, like she said. They can see she has no... We pretty much know, don't we? <laughs> hey, I, I have no interest in superheroes, thank you. On your best behavior, we have they're, they're too angsty for me. They are really... But then and anime characters and manga characters are equally angsty. But they have flowing hair. <laughs> Big deal. So the flowing hair rings out over the flowing cape, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's not in the, it's not what's in the tights. It's it's what's it's like what's blowing in the wind. <laughs> I refuse to answer that for fear of incriminating myself. And look, we're almost out of time in this segment. Thank <laughs> Lucky heavens. for you, are isn't it? <laughs> the daily roasting is done, isn't it, Neil? It's not my. Roasting. I mean, daily I roasting. This is hourly roasting. This is not roasting when it comes me. To Neil. This is Come talking on. about Courtney's superhero sexual prolivities. Oh, <laughs> not that not that you have any, of course. Mm. We'll leave it. Leave it. <laughs> Just remember, Courtney, this is actually going on the internet for all to see. So I suggest you don't tell anyone. I, I, I don't know why. You There's know, nothing to really we don't have webcams. Yeah. It's, it's very There's lucky. nothing to really see especially, here. We're really especially naked Especially since you bring yeah. visual yeah. material yeah. for okay, this. Okay, okay. Here, whatever. I, anyway. Okay. I get, I, well, you've said your piece. It sounds, like, it sounds like you've said your piece about this article. You don't completely agree. I don't completely agree. There are some points that, yeah. You don't completely agree, Austin? Come see, come saw. Come see, come saw. I mean, you you guys enlighten me. I mean, these are all compelling points, but for some reason, I see a lot. You know, I can understand where you guys are coming from. I I mean, I agree. I I saw a lot of these points, but you know, we're the we're the ones who live in North America, right? So I guess we see things. There's always going to be a cultural filter. Mm -hmm. Mm. Same here, Courtney. Yes. Okay. We'll leave that thought. We'll leave uh, the thought about uh, manga and manga in North America, but uh, kind of stick with it in the next segment. So, um, what's in a term? And the term is manga. We'll talk about that next in about five seconds. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. Segment two on the way. Welcome back. Roundtable, Nicholas, Sinclair, Austin, and St. John with you. A number of years ago, I wrote about not taking issue with people calling anime Japanese cartoons, especially when a Japanese exchange student I befriended used those exact words in referring to Macross. To this day, I still don't have much of an issue with the interchanging of the words anime, Japanese cartoons, and even Japanimation likely because of the non-Japanese origin of the very word anime. As for the term manga, eh, not so much. I had no real problem with the notion of the term manga as something that refers to comics coming from Japan. 
but now the term has become more of a marketing tool. I honestly apologize if I come off as prejudicial or even racist when I say what I'm about to say, but this has been bothering me for some time. When graphic novels from publishers of North American material come out, they use the term manga size in promoting them in hopes of generating more sales. I take significant issue with artists who are obviously not of Asian descent, much less of Japanese descent, who call themselves manga artists. Or my personal favorite, another term, the OEL, or Original English Language Manga. Tokyo Pop's brainchild. By the way, Tokyo Pop being the center of the whole manga boon in North America. When I do my pre-orders and previews catalogs, I see too many OELs mixed into the regular titles to the point I don't know what is what until I see the author's names. Plain and simple, I am happy to see manga getting greater exposure outside of its homeland, but I'm very confused by what I see as the abuse of the very word. Now someone here tell me if I'm thinking properly here, and if I'm not, convince me what I should be thinking. So, I, I mean, this this has me all confused, especially now. I mean... That, I know Neil has an opinion. He's I mean, just waiting. I mean, my real, que <laughs> my real question, like, should we... Does manga denote a certain art style, a certain narrative? Does it... Or does it denote country of origin? Or should it be um, defined by country of origin, i.e. Japan? I, I use it to define country of origin myself. I think that it's great that we have all of these um, things that are calling themselves manga on the market because they really are attracting an audience. I don't think they're manga, and I don't think they should be placed with it on the shelf, especially if people are trying to figure out what's what. Because it can be very confusing, especially if you go into, um, for instance, Indigo, because they have a big section of all this stuff now, and they have manga all mixed up with um, OEL and with graphic novels and it's really kind of hard to differentiate I find I, okay you ready you, you want to say something and then I, and then I'd, we'll I'd, let I'd, Neil rip okay I, I'd, I'd say I'd have to kind of agree with uh, Courtney on that it's just kind of weird even going to the Tokyo Pop site and you're going for all their titles and the Mawa the um, sorry I know I'm pricing that very wrong That's okay. and manga but at least they use the term manhwa. yeah I know that's good but they're using all of them, and they're all together, so it's kind of confusing. So as, as you say, you have to look at the author and say, okay, this is that, this is that, and figure out what's what. Well, and another an thing that, that, that really confuses and irks me is when you find an OEL published back to front. Because there was no sense in writing oh, yeah. it. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> from, to me at all. From right to left, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, like the, the, the uh, traditional Japanese orientation. That, that there, there's no reason for that. I can understand if you're making a graphic novel. I don't understand. Like, I can even understand if you're borrowing the art style. But the only reason that manga is typically translated now back to front is so that you read it without flipping the images. But you could have just drawn the images the other way because you knew you were writing it in English. Like, I, it's beyond my understanding. Okay, you've been waiting to say something. I know that. Um, I know it. Um, so if I was, let's, let's say hypothetically I was Japanese. Okay. If I wrote a, com if I wrote a comic... And they published it manga size. Does that make it manga? Let's say I mean, I'm, I, I, my parents moved to Canada. Mm -hmm. My grandparents moved to Canada. You are of Japanese I'm descent. Of, I am of Japanese descent. Um, is that manga? I'd say so. But Why? I, I mean, I, I place this. Why? I place, I it's been published by Marvel Comics. My name is Sven uh, Takahashi. <laughs> 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 um, 
Obviously, you're playing. Obviously, you're trying something else here. I'm, I'm, I'm going for the Devil's Advocate role. No, cause, that's fine. Because I'm, I'm, I'm going at the whole. Look at the Teen Titans. The but guy, since I, I, I mean, I have no idea. The guy I, who does the new Teen Titans is Japanese. Does that mean it's Japanese? In basic content, in, in basic content, they I use wonder standard. About. They use standard. Like, I mean, I have, um, no, I have no issue with symbols? people who. I have no real issue with people who write their styles. Who draw their styles, um, you know, inspired by. Um, now, I well, mean, any well, artist was going to reflect whatever they were inspired by, and mm-hmm, because you have mm-hmm. more people reading manga, you're going to have know, more artists more inspired, inspired by it. Yeah, and, and I don't have I don't have an issue with the term, you know, comics and uh, manga inspired in using that and promoting it. It's just that it's just that using the term. Where to me, there it feels like we're overusing the term the term to the point where, what's what. I hey, did. Neil, would you ever call a cartoon anime? If I was French? Okay, if you're not French. Let's <laughs> assume say, you're no, not No, you call French. it dessert anime, maybe. Um, I don't know. No, I would say that um, unless I, of course, I watched the last... Okay, Scooby-Doo, that thing with the bayou and the zombies and the pirates, the, the movie. Stay near the um, microphone. It was, it was essentially anime. It was animated in Japan. The director, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yet it's produced by an American company. Is that anime? May or may not be. It, is, it almost feels like the... Jeez. The Teen Titans. I mean, do, yeah, it, no, I I mean, it, I mean it, it's, it's all... The it's Simpsons, postmodern the Simpsons is, is The Simpsons is animated in Korea. What does that make it, you know? <laughs> but its ideas are all American. I'm, I mean, it's clearly an American show. But like, that's, a totally, that's a totally different thing because Japanese shows as well to yeah, the microphone, are, yeah, going, the microphone. are going to uh, Korea as well. You seem to have someone writing something oh, on the board. Yeah, what is Transformers? The Transformers, the, trans- oh. the Transformers have made the leap back and forth across the ocean. Um, years. Well, yeah, but they, they started in Japan. Then you had um, a series based on uh, the Beast Wars series, which... Um, was, done was, was, was done in Vancouver, Mainframe, but you right? had a bad. Yeah. Then you had a bad. You had a knockoff Japanese series of a North American Japanese knockoff. Um, and <laughs> and from what I've heard, the 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 Japanese spinoff from Beast Wars simply, you know, sucked butt. Um, of course, that that's again going into all manga is not great. Or all anime is not great too, but that's another. Yeah, that's another yeah. issue altogether. Yeah, but like, I mean, okay, let's let's uh, switch gears. I mean, you look at Big O. Yeah. Okay, I considered it anime, clear. Even though it's mainly produced by Comic Network. Well, the, the, Cartoon, the Network, Network, Cartoon Network. Sorry. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Yeah. Uh, but it was. Cl- but to me, that 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 was clearly, uh, you know, Japanese. That was a, a Japanese produced type thing. Its creator, what, as far as I know, was Japanese. I should look it up. Um, yes, it was. It was. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the designs, yeah, are a little different. They, they seem more inspired by Batman. Batman. Yeah. But I considered it more... I still considered it anime in, every se- in, in the sense, in many senses. Okay, what about... Okay, here's one. Totally Spies. Which I've never seen. You're so lucky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Totally Spies. Mainly French with a sprinkling of Canadian. Um, is same it with French or Canadian? Yes. Um, Which is it? French Canadian. Um, <laughs> so that we can get it on. It's, the you know, it's, it's almost sounding like it's a it's a CanCon uh, type thing. It is a CanCon type thing. So is, Mar- so is Martin Mystery. Martin Mystery is mainly produced is uh, is is. 
creators are in France and it's produced in Canada. Um, then you have. Um, but is that we're using that argument here? They, in they the both. Manga use, they both. They both um, use anime esque tradition, mm-hmm. um, but are obviously cheap shoddy knockoffs of well, just cheap shoddy knockoffs. Period. Oh, the eyes drive me nuts in both. <laughs> I guess. I guess thinking I don't of get that it. more soulless, close to the. Um, they don't have the right shining spots. Yeah. And then you have uh, Cyber 7. Cyber 6. Cyber 6. I was thinking of that, which was a Japan... No, which is Argentinian. I know, comic. Canadian. But it was a Japan-Canada co-production with Teletoon. Yeah, so what the hell does that mean? It was kind of bizarre. But I like Cyber 6. I still wouldn't call it anime. Yeah, what what do you call that? If it's Argentinian, it's produced in Japan and Canada, is that anime? No. We're talking about the same thing as what we were talking about before. It's postmodern. Thank you. But it, well, it's called crossing borders. I mean, I, 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 I go with it in terms of where the ideas lie. What about Korean manga? Manhwa. Okay. That's a term I use. Okay. And I, I accept that. And I, I'm actually, I actually applaud those who actually try and keep that term when bringing these things out in North America. I, I can't be picky with labeling. It's, uh, it's, you know, things I like, things I don't like. Well, I mean, um, that, that's I don't the case with all, all of them. But, yeah. I mean, there's... There, I mean... I mean, for what it's worth, um, we actually. I'm, I'm trying not to be absolutely. Bi- uh, uh, like, I'm trying to keep my bias down. Actually, actually, I just bought Mega Tokyo, like the first volume of Mega Tokyo. Well, let's myself. hear your opinion on that. I, I, bought, I, it, I, I, I bought it earlier today. I know you. Oh, have you looked through it? Have I've you? looked through it. It looks like intriguing, but I, I, I'm not gonna. I cannot pass judgment. Are you familiar I, with the term Weibo, sir? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to keep as much an open mind by the whole thing, but. I mean, on the back it says manga, comedy, fantasy. So obviously that's the classification. They classify it as a manga. I still and and I'm not so sure it should be. Um, Sorcerers and Secretaries, which I happen to have here. I like uh, that one. Is manga, comedy, romance. And they use um, the term. And that's it's, Tokyo Pop. It's course. Tokyo Pop, yeah. And um, I know you have DramaCon. Then you have. I know DramaCon um, is written by a, by a local here. Yes, from, a local yes, to Toronto. Who also does uh, work in. Um, she does work with Ryerson and also Cosmo Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I understand with DramaCon, my major criticism is I think there's some con stereotyping. That's, that's a little bit of a problem. My bigger problem is the fact that they're planning on releasing it once every con season. Um, which means once a year. Which is freaking frustrating. I wonder um, why we haven't seen Volume 2 yet. Yeah, that's, what the, that's, that's the entire marketing plan. Um, and I can understand that, that it, it then becomes a backburner project. Um, for the creator and oh, the, how and much the publisher. She, oh, I wonder yeah. how much she makes off of it. Uh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, yeah. Um, obviously, she would be making more if she had more episodes, though. Hmm. Um, or then more, we have, period. Then we have Unearthly. Which drives me nuts because it's published back to front. Who's it by, actually? Um, I didn't see it's uh, published by, by Seven Seas. I've heard of it. I know. Not, not me, though. I, um, I like the minor character with the freckles. Um, the story is eh, okay. Um, the fact that um, To Kill a Mockingbird comes up a tremendous amount in it, um, I really like. Mm-hmm. And The Adventures of Scott Pilgrim by Brian Lee O'Malley, um, Canadian again, Torontonian, mm-hmm. um, seriously rocks. Um, manga or manga inspired? Good question. Um, I'd say a combination. It's you know it, I would say it's manga inspired, um, but it's also not. Um, it has a very unique art style. It has a very unique art style. It has a very unique art style. Yet there are references 
to uh, manga and anime tradition mm-hmm. uh, within the There's story. There's nothing wrong with that. I have nothing wrong. I have no well, issue with that. One of the things that I find with um, anime imitations and manga imitations in North America is that they take some of the worst stereotypes of the drawing style as a whole instead because like if you look at from anime to anime the drawing style changes dramatically and they take like 80s you know ideas of anime and then they you know throw in a couple things make the edges too round and then they 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 call it you know manga inspired and it bugs me a little it's just too round there is um for reference um, drawing styles sometimes change throughout a long title. Maisoni Cuckoo is the, like, I'm starting to reread Maisoni Cuckoo today. Exactly. Yeah, so from the beginning so to end, in the context looks different. of Japan, you, you have constant change in the style, but because we're looking at it from the outside, it becomes a static sort of thing. And so the creations based on it are very static, and you draw the eyes this mm. way. Actually, Slayer's eyes pop up a lot. Like, like Totally Spies. All the eyes are Slayer's eyes. Drives me a little bit crazy, but... Um, an acquaintance of mine um, has a problem <laughs> with um, Blue Monday. And he feels that um, all of the good ideas of manga have been avoided and all of the bad ones have been taken into the work. I disagree. I think it's a great book. Um, it's not manga, but occasionally you'll see um, manga-esque I hate hmm. using that word. Um, no, it's okay. Actually, no, no, if it, 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 manga isms, manga isms, it, it works for me. Anime esque. Yeah. Honestly, it works for um, me. I use some of this, the same traditions, but again, it's not manga. Um, it's definitely a very much a North American story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that, that there is some abbreviated shorthand that works rather well. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I will admit that I have not read my share of o- OEL's uh, original English language stuff. So, Mega Tokyo will actually be my first. I'm trying to keep as much an open mind through, uh, throughout this whole thing. It's also a webcomic, though. Yeah, that's what um, I kept on you're, saying. You're, that one's a webcomic. It's more accessible to people it's, it's, to get. I, see, I wouldn't, com- I wouldn't necessarily use that as a comparison simply because it's also a webcomic. Mm-hmm. And webcomics have to be judged differently as well. Give me one. I mean, give me one to watch. One uh, to read. <laughs> What do you think I should? Like something, something to read online. Something uh, to read generally, even in terms of, of OEL. even of the ones that oh. you have there. Scott Pilgrim, all the way, um, and uh, Blue Monday. Mm-hmm. I like Blue Monday too. Yeah. I mean, I haven't read, I haven't read okay. any. I, uh, I haven't really read as much too. So any anything that gives you a rundown on um, historical features and or possible renting possibilities of Dunder, not Dundurn Castle, but Castleoma. As well as the Toronto oh. Reference Library is a great book, in my opinion. I mean, and I, I useful. saw. And useful. I, exactly. I almost like. I, I would have bought this graphic novel on the on Luis Real, but that's another story. Oh altogether. no, it's really good. Read it. Like it's fine. You're being yeah, honest about that. Chester Brown. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it looked intriguing just by slumming through. But it's not. But it's not a manga. It's no, just something that's but, printed in slightly larger graphic novel format. But we're talking graphic novels. Even these, even these are not really manga-sized, because they're different sizes. I mean, the last uh, volume of... Manga-sized in North even, America, even by the way, is much different America. than manga-sized in Japan The last itself. volume of Greenwood mm-hmm. is actually two volumes in the Japanese version. I'm still trying to figure... Yeah, I'm um, tr- uh, yeah, not, uh, yeah, Greenwood ends at nine volumes, but the Japanese was 11. It has just about everybody baffled and yeah. why and I'd like to know what we missed and when are we going to see it <laughs> did we miss anything I'm guessing or we did, did was there some sort of com- weird time compression as far as I know um, you know I got to think we did I'm, oh my goddess has caught up with the Japanese version in size and hours coming out in Japanese ish sized issues 
Oh yeah, well that's a, like yeah. Well, those those are those are more like formats or and like of printing course the formats. Evil manga is for, um, never coming out. Never. Well, actually, I saw on the web that number ten has come out in Japan. So hopefully, Viz will release it within the next year. I'll just hold my breath then. Yeah. So, but so like, I, I mean, everyone's everyone's going from the larger sizes to you know a smaller they're size. Trades. Like, they're trades. They're trade to, paperback to the size. Light, larger, yeah, yeah. which I think is great trade. because they, it makes it very yeah. portable. You know it. You're not worried about creasing the cover. You know, you don't have to put it in a plastic bag. You just put it in your bag. You carry it around with you. It's a book. And so it's a good size. Well, My Tokyo Pop was trying to get into bookstores to begin with. So I think some of this that is, had to do is, with that, too. Is, I think it's a good marketing idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and It's also more bang. You've got, you've got more pages, um, more stuff going on, usually. Okay. Mm. It also, and I hate to, there's a, here's a horrible one. It looks... Better from a stereotypical point of view, you're not reading one of them funny books. You're reading like a book. Melds in. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's protective coloration. Uh, something tells me uh, I haven't completely gotten my answers. Uh, just, oh, just incognito well, in your geekdom. I think you'll be better with <laughs> no. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll say this. Um, I, I come. In, I came into this not as familiar with the whole um, English language stuff. So I, I will try and read a few as time. Uh, and then probably bring this up Neil's still again. Neil's got lots. You should ask him. <laughs> he's got a pile at home. He's, he's got a pile, a whole pile of like anything. So. And, and I and I recommend you read all the really good Batman stuff too, like Long Halloween. Boy, my my boy, I I only got so much time. I, I guess you were going to say <laughs> Spider Man. Um, I've got a lot of sp- old, old, I've got a lot of old Spider Mans, but the countless relaunches make me vomit. Oh, that's another story. That's another story. That's another story altogether. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll take the break. Five seconds. Back to wrap it up with final insults. Next, you're listening to the Anime Roundtable. Final segment. Welcome back. Uh, I think we just re- I just realized in the last couple minutes that the best conversations in this show happen during the breaks, and those are only for the studio audience to ever enjoy as well as ourselves. All uh, two for, of them. Yeah. <laughs> for everyone else out there, um, come and see a show sometime. Okay, final segment. At the top of the show, I jokingly called this episode the Three Strikes You're Out episode. Uh, this will be our final episode of our initial run. I'm not completely sure when we'll be back, but I'm very sure we'll be back nonetheless. Maybe sometime in April, and we're certainly aiming to do an episode at Anime North in Toronto in late May. I do hope to tape episodes sporadically throughout the upcoming summer, with the intention of coming back full force in the fall. North American anime fandom operations usually end with the end of academic years, and where this show is taped, this one is about to come to an end, hence us going into hiatus. So if you don't see us for a while, we'll be back, I'm sure. By the way, if we do in fact do a show at Anime North, come by and say hello. We'll certainly have room for you around the table. Okay, final insults, and oh, thank God, not a moment too soon. Uh, Once around the table, um, just for fun, I think we'll go with Neil first. It's always fun. It's always fun. It's always fun to throw a curveball. I'm also asking Neil to go first on this one. I just saw... The last episode, last three episodes of the second Rosen Maiden series, and I um, like to say that I still hate Father, and he's still even more of a bastard than Gendo. I think um, I I know a lot of people would possibly 
disagree with that after some of the things that happened in the in the very last episode, but they're wrong. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing a third season of that and a second season of School Rumble. Can we show off the spoiler now? <laughs> Thank you for the spoiler alert. <laughs> Courtney? Um, my, my comments are that I, I think that Neil and Freud have some discussions to have <laughs> about his father complex. Oh, I like the Gendo, though. <laughs> so are you going to be like the intermediary that gets Freud from the grave and have this insightful discussion? I'm sure we could manage it somehow. I think I got a Ouija board around somewhere. <laughs> and after that, we can go to a Scientologist convention just for hell of it. Sorry, that just you're to be you're no, you got your. Oh, that's, that's it. great. Now they're okay. now, now somebody's gonna quit because of the Scientology <laughs> reasons. <laughs> your turn, James. Oh man. Oh, that, the one thing, actually, I was thinking of saying one thing, but I thought of another, actually. Um, I heard over the weekend Funimation for uh, Speedgrapher said they weren't sure they could get the opening girls on film from Duran Duran because they didn't have the license, like, they didn't do the license beforehand, and so they're still scrambling to get, and I hope they do get. And I like to think they what would do, like, Danyon, where they basically show it to the artist beforehand, like... Ergo Proxy, which they're in co-production with Managlobe in Japan and is already pre-licensed here. Basically, um, who was it? Radiohead did the ending. Basically, they showed it to them and Radiohead said, okay, you oh. can use it, so it's already done. The ending they for... Oh, 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 can I cut it quick? Sorry, sure, sorry. Um, the ending for Paradise Kiss. I think that um, Franz Ferdinand should have said screw it to the video that they did for that song and gone and went for just the ending um, animation for Paradise Kiss as the music video to the song. Oh, um, yeah. no, I, I, it would have been a good payoff, I mean, instead of royalties or something. Yeah, that's, that's true. I didn't mind the song being at the end, but I thought it's intriguing when you talk about things that they bring it over here and they wouldn't even have a discussion for the thing saying, okay, you can use it for worldwide rights, not the region. It would make more sense, but I hope they do get seven So that's just my... Seven o'clock news in the child's toy. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the... Well, see, since that happened, that's why a lot of people are worried. Yeah. Okay. But it's funny, though, because you love the opening because it's almost like the video, if you remember it from back in the day. Hmm. Mine's almost related. No, not quite. Oh, go ahead. Okay, so uh, and then mine will go like this. Uh, I mentioned last time that I had been watching Den the Dencho Toko TV series and had been enjoying it. Well, I'm happy to report that I did finish it not too long after we did that show a couple weeks ago, and I can still safely say I enjoyed it. The story of how a not-so-popular anime nerd somehow managing to get the beautiful girl may still be formulaic, but the way it executed itself was nothing short of charming, entertaining, and certainly up-to-date considering our time and the internet age. I believed in the past that if there was one title that I thought could start a trend of importing live-action Japanese television shows into the North American domestic market, it would have been GTO. I now believe it'll be Denchi Otoko. And Denchi Otoko, I'm very confident, will make it to North American shores. It's just that the setting will probably be some American city like San Francisco, and Denchi will likely be some sort of Star Wars fan played by the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. I personally, I personally look forward to Trolley Man, directed by George Lucas, if only for the sheer shock value. 
least they'll be able to keep up that uh, Star Wars theme for the world. <laughs> if, if they do, the well, at least they want coming in. Get the, <laughs> use the um, use the start, use the, that uh, Darth Vader's march. Darth, yeah. Darth Vader if they march. do Hanayori Dango, I want Domyoji to play Domyoji. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck in that. Okay, I guess uh, guess we're done. We're out of time. Happy watching, folks, and we'll see you out there. Good night and good luck. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to send an email to roundtable at thecomicdone.com. Also, please check the show's official home at www.thecomicdone.com for show info, past episodes, and directions to the store in Mississauga, Ontario, now celebrating 27 years in business. The Anime Roundtable is a production of Mike Nicholas, copyright 2006.